the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. St. Petersburg. Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like seeing those beautiful blooms wither. WTBN welcomes you to Janae's Tropicals, the program that helps you get your green thumb back for good. You can find Janae's Tropicals online at tropicalfruit.com. And now your host for Janae's Tropicals, here's Janae. Good morning. I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals out of St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm here today to share some Saturday morning gardening tips with you. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. My phone is 727-344-1668. I have an awesome website, tropicalfruit.com. And we have a lot of great information on there and um, and lots of pretty pictures and uh, just all kinds of fun things to share with you. We have a festival and events page on the um website and uh, just to uh, inform you we have a bonsai workshop coming up um, the third weekend in February I'm not sure the exact date but I think it's around the 20th but we always have it on a Saturday and uh, it's a lot of fun and we invite the public to come out and uh, we have we have all kinds of mature bonsai um, we call them pre bonsai which which need your touch to uh, prune them and wire them and uh, mess around with them. Bonsais are very therapeutical. And I have a lot of friends from the Sun, the Sunshine uh, Bonsai Society or Suncoast Bonsai Society, and uh, they always join me uh, when we have a workshop, and it's just so much fun. And, we again, we just invite the public to come out. You'll find all kinds of uh, cool plants to mess around with. We have lots of pretty pottery uh, wire and also if you're into bonsais or if you need help troubleshooting with one of yours um, just bring it in and and we can uh, give you some good tips on pruning wiring we can help you repot it um, and we even have the fun little mud man those little um, uh, little Asian um, figurines uh, they're so cute and they just add that special touch to any bonsai. So again, I, I believe it's around February 20th, but uh, hopefully hopefully I'll get that exact date soon. And again, it's on our festival and events page on uh, our website, tropicalfruit.com. And then also we have a plant sale coming up around um, uh, mid-March as well, but um I'll give you some information on that probably within a couple shows from now. But uh, anyway, now is such a great time to um, to uh, plant um, your herbs. Herbs just love the cooler weather. And uh, I always recommend to people, really at any time of the year, get uh, get your, your garden prepped. And uh, people love to... Uh, 
to uh, create compost piles. It, it's just a good way to get rid of all your scraps and and really uh, build up your soil. And um, it's like, again, it's just a, a great time to to plant your parsley and dill and sage. There's rosemary. There's just so many wonderful herbs that you can plant. Spearmint, uh, peppermint, and all the mints just thrive uh, during this time of the year. So, again, I like to uh, just build the soil up with lots of organic matter. And uh, if if you've had a problem in the past um, growing herbs, um, you might want to have your soil tested um, most plants like like a soil around six point five, so you just you might need to add a little sulfur or possibly even uh, lime to get that pH correct. Um, and uh, I I have uh, actually I have a customer who gave me this really cool composter. I was just so thrilled, and it's made well. It's a it's a rubber made, so it's heavy duty and. And I have it at my nursery, and every time I'm um, going through the plants, if I have any, this is sad to say, but if you know a few annuals that didn't make it, instead of tossing them, I'll just throw them in my composter. Or when I'm strolling through the the nursery and eating a banana, let's say, I'll just throw the skins in my composter. And um, it'll take a little while, but several months down the road, I'll just have a, a just a wonderful. Um, uh, rich organic soil, and then also this is kind of fun too. When I'm when I'm moving plants around the nursery, I, I just love finding those nice big long dark worms, and and I'll even throw those in my composter, and they'll help mix the soil and help break it down and aerate it, and um, it's it's all good stuff. And um, when you are uh, planting your herbs, just make sure that you have a a soil that drains really well. If, you're, if your soil is a little heavy, you might want to work in some perlite just to help aerate the soil. It, because if your soil is too heavy and stays too wet, um, you can get damp off, which is a, a fungus along the uh, soil line. And unfortunately, it causes your can cause your um, annuals or your uh, herbs to um, collapse. And we don't want that to happen. So it's very important that you have good drainage. And again, you could work in a little perlite with the soil. Um, so er- herbs are really, really a fun thing to um, to plant. And there's just nothing like walking out to the herb garden and cutting some fresh, fresh parsley or thyme and and uh, just using it in your um, your fresh dishes. I love. I have fennel plants, and I just love fennel. To me, they they're very licorice-y. And I, I actually have a few pots at the nursery, and every time I walk by, I, I, I grab a sprig and I just chew on it. And people must think I'm like eating eating grass or <laughs> something. But and then I, it's very, I'm sure it's very healthy. So, um, also uh, a lot of people are um, growing veggies right now. I, I have uh, beautiful tomato plants and. We have a lot of customers that come in that, and that are very interested in growing vegetables, um, but they just don't have any success with them. And, you know, I can grow tropical fruits and, and keep a, several thousand plants growing beautifully at one time. And I, through the years, I have never done very well with vegetables myself. But this year, um, with, with actually the help and advice of, of some of my very seasoned uh, vegetable growing customers, I'm, I'm having great success. 
So, and I'm finding that uh, the tomatoes take a little more work, but just with a few tips, you can you can have great success with them. Um, when, one of the things I've had to treat my tomatoes for, and, and generally um, when, when you're dealing with plant material, at certain times of the year, people all have the same issues they deal with. So um, when, one thing I've dealt with on the tomatoes, um, when you get spotting on the backside of the fruit, um, it's called blossom end rot, and it's a very common problem this time of the year. And uh, it, it's something simple. It's it's actually a calcium deficiency, and um, they just need some extra calcium added to the soil. There's calcium nitrate, and it takes a small amount, and you just uh, sprinkle it in the soil and water it in, and it help, helps with your end rot. And... Um, and I, on my tomatoes, I, I had like a, the skin started to split. And um, I, I found that the, the plant just loved water. So um, since, since this time of the year is very, very dry, I have to make sure they get good water. And, uh, but on w- what happened was when, uh, when you give them a lot of water um, all the time, the, the fruit grows quickly and the skin can't compensate, so it ends up splitting. So the main thing is just consistent water. So if you go through drought, dryness and then water and dryness, then water, um, the, it, kind of th- it throws the plant out of whack. So basically, to prevent splitting, you need consistent uh, water, not like dryness, and then all of a sudden you're watering every day, um, or else, like I said, it can cause splitting. So that that was an issue that I have dealt with. So now I think I have the tomato issues under control. And it also, well, another big one, overnight, my tomato leaves, and the fruit was just getting attacked, and just so much that I thought, a rabbit or some type of an animal had been eating my tomatoes and leaves. Um, and lo and behold, I thought, well, I'll, I'll dust it. And I like to use a, a natural um, insecticide. Um, so I used uh, BT, which is Bacillus thuringiensis. It's just a, a natural biological insecticide that works very well on all vegetables, um, herbs, and um, anything being chewed by a caterpillar or worm. And I was so thrilled it just cured the problem. Apparently, I had these very, very large uh, green worms, and they were just devouring the, the plants overnight. So so bacillus, it's called BT for short, but the Bacillus thuringiensis. And uh, that is a biological insecticide that is safe for all vegetables, um, herbs. You can even use it on your oleanders, uh, mandevillas, uh, desert rose, anything being attacked by your caterpillar or worm. Um, for short, it's called BT. And uh, so if you're, if you're going to use it around um, harvest time, just make sure that you wash your veggies real well. But it is labeled for vegetables. So that, <clears throat> that was great. So besides it, and then uh, just, um, just consistent watering. And then also on occasion, the, um, the tomatoes will get a little bit of leaf miner. And leaf miner is uh, it's a little moth that lays an 
egg through on the leaf and the larva the larva trails through the leaf and lives within the leaf um so and during the the <clears throat> it's warm out now so we've we've had very little cool weather um so we're starting to see a lot of leaf miner on the tomatoes but um not many things control it but it, it can sure um wreak havoc on your tomato leaves so uh, for that, um, I use a product called uh, Conserve Naturalite, and that's again, that's a it has spinosad in it, and it's natural, and that takes care of leaf miner. It's also great for a citrus leaf miner as well. And um, gee, now this is crazy, but now I'm thinking of all these things that attack tomatoes. Okay, what's another issue with tomatoes? Another one is um, when it's cloudy and uh, humid out during the winter time. Uh, powdery mildew. If if your um, leaves feel velvety and then they they get this gray uh, cast to them, that's a mildew. It's called powdery mildew. So uh, the, with that, um, unfortunately, one thing doesn't take care of everything. So now, when you have the mildew, you need a, a good fungicide um, for them, and that uh, something, of course, labeled for veggies, and always follow. The directions. So I I generally use um, like like M forty five diethane M forty five for uh, powdery mildew, and that that's very very effective. So and when when you are fertilizing or using chemicals, um, sometimes it's easy to get heavy handed, and more isn't necessarily good because you can surely overdo it. So. Always follow your directions. That's very, very important. And um, so, and you should have uh, good success. So, um, also, this time of the year, um, on the uh, citrus, we're going to switch over to citrus because a lot of people do have citrus. And um, and right now, just so many uh, citrus are, are in fruit, and it's just so fun to harvest fresh fruit. So, but um, I've had uh, quite a few people come into the nursery with carrying their fruit, and it has this rusty brown cast to the fruit. Well, that's a very common problem that most people have this time of the year, and it's actually a mite. It's called a rust mite. And although it doesn't look pretty on the outside, the fruit is fine to eat on the inside. So it's called a rust mite. So when you you can um, spray the tree, um, I would go ahead and enjoy the fruit uh, now and and uh, don't worry about even spraying until uh, you're done with the fruit or done harvesting the fruit. And then again, I mean, some people just live with it. Um, so, but um, there is a, something called a, a suffocant. Um, it's an it's an oil based spray. And um, it, it works terrific. It, it smothers the mites and and uh, any insect, um, any type of aphid, um, cottony cushion scale, a mealybug. There's all kinds of wonderful little insects that can um, feed off of citrus. But the the oil suffocant is uh, very good. It even smothers um, different types of fungus. So and that that's actually pretty safe to use all through the year. And um, when you are spraying your citrus, be sure and uh, spray underneath the leaves really, really well and along the trunk um, because that's where a lot of the uh, insects breed. Another thing to um, 
to look out for this time of the year with citrus trees are um, like spotting on the leaves. Um, there's there's a, an airborne fungus called a greasy spot. And it actually looks like somebody took a paintbrush and splattered a greasy uh, brown spots underneath your leaves. And uh, one way to tell if, if without flipping up your leaves, if you look on top, you'll start to have like yellow blotches on top. So it's just a good idea once in a while when you're when you're walking through the garden, just take a look at your tree. People love citrus, and it's it, it's just if you keep them nice and healthy, I mean you'll get years and years of enjoyment out of them. But uh, for the the greasy spot, um, they'll cause your tree to defoliate somewhat. And it's very common this time of the year. And uh, a good uh, oil spray will help keep that under control. Another good one uh, is the neem oil. That's a fungicide, miticide, um, insecticide. And uh, it's oil-based, so that's that's good for um, greasy spot. Another fungus is melanose. There's just so many wonderful <laughs> things that can bother your citrus. But um, they're they're all pretty easy to uh, keep in check. Um, I frequently have uh, people coming in with citrus leaves that are distorted, and um, I I unroll the leaves for the people, and we look, and there's generally a squiggly serpentine pattern through the leaf, and this is very very common. It's called citrus leaf miner. And it was believed to have blown in with Hurricane Andrew many, many, many years ago. And although it won't kill the tree or anything, it just it isn't pretty by any means. So when the trees are young, I generally recommend that people um, spray their trees. And when the trees get older, I would just live with it. As I say, it won't kill your tree. It just isn't pretty and it will not affect your fruit. And uh, it's more, the citrus leaf miner is more prevalent during the summertime. However, when we have a, a very mild winter, um, uh, they're, they're out and about early on. So, but the, the time when the, the little leaves are attacked is, well, the, they're attacked by the, uh, the moth um, when the leaves are very young. When they're first coming out, I recommend... Um, um, spraying and really the only product that that works successfully on citrus leaf miner is spinosad and um, so whatever you buy make sure the the product is labeled for that it's spinosad s p i n o s a d so and that's that works on many things but it specifically works on uh, citrus leaf miner. So when the leaf is young and tender, spray it. Wait a couple weeks when it's grown a little, but it's still tender. Um, spray it again, and that should coat the leaf uh, hopefully long enough to mature and harden off. And once the leaves are hard and mature, you won't have the problem with leaf miner. So, And, and when the tree is growing and um, maturing, it's just a good idea to uh, protect it against this. So it It'll have a, a better chance at um, of surviving and uh, especially looking pretty. So um, those are uh, the f- a few of the um, things to look out for for citrus. I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals, and I'm located at 6831 in St. Petersburg, Florida. 
My number is 727-344-1668. My website is tropicalfruit.com, and we have a, a lot of wonderful information on the leave or on the website. And I would love for you to, to come visit me um, at any time. And, and if you have any questions or need troubleshooting with your plants, um, don't hesitate to load up a few leaves in, in a, a baggie or container. If you're bringing me bugs, make sure they're in a, a can with a top on it. <laughs> and I can help you troubleshoot and, and hopefully come up with a, a good diagnosis um, for your horticultural problems. So at the end of the show, I have a, a really uh, wonderful um, uh, CD. It's called Joyful Noise, and it's from the original motion picture soundtrack, actually for the for the movie Joyful Noise with Ken, Queen Latifah, Dolly Parton, uh, True Jackson, and uh, Kirk Franklin. So um, um, at the end of the show, I'll announce it, and the third caller will win this uh Wonderful CD. It just came out. So um, you're listening to Tampa Bay's Christian Talk AM 570 and 910 WTBN. So well, let's see what else I can cover. Um, oh, I know one of my favorites, Bougainvillea. And right now we have the most beautiful Bougainvilleas in the nursery of all colors. There is a deep orange, there is a rust color, there is yellow, royal purple, which has a fun name, Elizabeth Angus. Believe it or not, uh, most of the varieties of bougainvilleas, most colors are, are named after someone. Someone and their their mother and daughter and brothers, <laughs> they all have a special name. But they, they come in so many different wonderful colors. So a lot of the questions I get from the about the bougainvilleas this time of the year when should I cut them back or or I'm having a hard time getting them to bloom? I'm I'm just like hit with all these questions. Um I find that the the bougainvillea bloom heavily this time of the year. Um so after they go through their bloom cycle, um I I generally trim mine back pretty hard and uh, the blooms come out quickly on the new growth. So if, if you get them a, a nice haircut, um, I would say they'll be in full bloom again probably within two or three weeks. But you'll notice the new growth will be um, bright red or, or orange or what the color of the bloom. And so, um, But if, if you tend to let them grow out and they become very gangly, they, they actually may not bloom as well. So uh, just cut them back hard. And then for fertilizer, they, they actually like a fertilizer with a, a low pH, um, high iron. And um, I, on occasion, I'll give mine a, a little sulfur. Uh, and then I use a very low nitrogen fertilizer and then one that is also high in um, potassium. And that helps them to, bl- to bloom very well. And as far as watering, they they need moderate water. I mean, they don't like to be bone bone dry, but um, if you stress them a little bit, I also find they they tend to to bloom a little better. Um, it's it's the people that come in and say, oh, but I water and water, and I have all this beautiful growth on my bougainvillea, but I don't have any flowers. So I generally recommend to them just cut back on your watering. Uh, give it a nice haircut and um, 
Give it a little uh, azalea fertilizer or ironite, um, which is the high iron and then acid-based. And that will, will generally give them a really great boost, a bloom boost. So... And uh, I like bougainvilleas. I mean, they're so colorful. They can take a lot of sun. They're they're very very durable, um, very salt tolerant. Um, and some varieties get very large, but there are are many beautiful dwarf varieties. Um, there's one called a Puerto Rican orange, and it has a, a smaller leaf, and it's just the most brilliant, just dark orange, and it's so pretty for containers. Um, Elizabeth Angus is a dark purple, and, and it just blooms so well, and it's not a massive grower. So, And there are a lot of uh, bougainvilleas with um, variegated leaves that do well. So actually, my time has just flown right by. And I'm Janae with Janae's Tropicals, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Visit me, tropicalfruit.com. Uh, phone number is 727-344-1668. Come visit me at the nursery, bringing me your bugs, fungus, and yourself. My address 6831 Central Avenue, St. Petersburg. So now the third caller, call me up, 344-1668, and when a joyful noise, the original motion picture soundtrack CD. Have a wonderful day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.